RadioInfluence.com. So we have a special guest today, Chandra Arndt. There we go. We've been friends for more than a year now. Have you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've never seen, you know, it's funny. I, your last name's so easy to say, Lopez, yeah, yeah. you know, so that's, see, here we go, you know, Aren't. but Chandra, 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 you said, I'm going to fuck this up. Chandra Arndt. Is our special guest today, currently right now, 2-0 fighter. Let's give a nice round of applause. Just came off a nice victory. Coming off a of fat week, as you said. Fat week. <laughs> and she is just an overall badass. Her story is fucking incredible. incredible. Literally, when I first met you, when we we sparred, I remember the first thing I was like, golly, she kicked so fucking hard. I got to defend myself and this bitch is going to beat me the fuck up. So the first time we sparred there and you've made literally like a, a, like a mental, spiritual, physical transformation that I have not seen. And it just has... It's just literally you are the epitome of what hard work is. And Thank you. for the longest time, like COVID has kind of like fucked up having guests and stuff like that. There's been several people we've had our eye. Dylan was one of them. We're like, okay, we want to get Dylan. And then Chandra, <laughs> we wanted to get her in the studio because like, we, like I'm just repeating myself. It's just amazing. Like just give us a little back, give the listeners a background of who you are. How'd you find fighting? And just, it's just, it's just wild when we actually spoke beforehand i remember like in quarantine we spoke and stuff like that yeah. and your story's fucking crazy yeah uh the last like four like three or four years have been kind of wild i started training because i was violently assaulted um and i actually like he almost killed me um it was a rough situation um we can kind of get into it later and just so you know as an fyi like i don't mind asking quite like any question mm -hmm. that you have this like i don't time. mind asking yeah. i don't mind answering like i'm not weird about anything um things won't put me in a weird place like i i'm i'm okay but um, so I was attacked, um, and then one of my good friends was a was a she trained a lot under Vince as well. Okay. Um, and she had said, you know, I think that this would be a really good thing for you, a really good outlet, and I agreed with her entirely. But at the time, it was pre-trial and things where there were a lot of emotions. This and was a, lot of, a domestic violence, or, or, or I was just walking. Wow. And um, I had just I had taken an exam because I was an engineering student at the time. I taken an exam and I just worked really hard on it. My brain was just fried. So I just took a walk like in my neighborhood. Um, and I never, this is something that I did all the time. Like I never thought that I would have an issue with it. And you know, people can't see me right now, but I'm, you know, I'm six foot one. Like I am, and I'm like, I'm not a small woman. And I, Amazonian. You know, yeah, yeah, like I look like Wonder Woman and Xena like had a child. Um, but we've, seen, we've seen Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't laugh. <laughs> Um, so it was just, it's it a was, yes, <laughs> I took it, I take it as one. Yeah. Um, so it was just something like I had never had an issue. Um, you know, you know, the guys at bars has gotten handsy and I've, you know, kind of bucked up and usually like people, you know, back down. So I'd never had an issue of anything like that. I was usually the mom of the group, you know, I was taking care of, you know, my friends. So I never thought that anything like that would happen to me just because of my physical size. And I look like, I mean, even at my biggest, like I looked like I lifted weights. You were at, at one point a different weight size, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh my God. When you put, it's so funny because we are, we see you so often. Like yeah. your, your, your social media presence is fucking hilarious. Like the <laughs> shit you post, it, it like, it makes me like laugh out loud, literally like LOL. But, um, your weight. It was crazy because we see the trans, we see you like daily, I guess, on social media, right? Yeah. And then when we see like, oh shit, she oh was God. that big. We yeah. didn't, it's fucking crazy. Where yeah. were you? 
Um, so right after I had my kid, I was almost 300 pounds. Oh my goodness. Um, and then, so after there, you know, this and situation. six what? Six one. Wow. I'm just like, just slightly under six one. So I just round up. Yeah, round up. Um, <laughs> it's like guys, 5'11". No, I'm 6'1". A lot of yeah, guys no, do too. Yeah, yeah. I'm 5'11". I'll be real. But Sean, how tall you? With men, it's like a couple. They'll round up a couple. A couple, damn. <laughs> damn, Tinder be that fire right now? Yeah, it's wild. Like, like Dude, I'll be like, yeah, I'm six feet tall, and I'll so like stand next to him. What does Paco like, no, say? How, how tall does he say he is, Paco? Your friend? Uh, I can't remember. Your um, fun size? Yeah, he. I think he's like five, five, four, five, five. What does he claim? He he he's honest about his size. Five like, six, five seven. No, he, Paco's honest about his size. Sean, how tall are you? I'm five seven. What do you claim? <laughs> five seven. Oh, mm, all right. Well, Sean's like Sean's engaged. Four, five, six, yeah. ten, but, you know, um. So yeah. So um. But even on my largest, like I just, you know, I, I looked like I lifted weights and like, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll backtrack. Um, this is a podcast. There's no order. Say what you want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we go so, off tangent all the fucking time. <laughs> so um, right after I had my kid, I was almost 300 pounds. Um, and this was like after I had, you know, lost, you know, the baby weight, you know, everything kind of goes down to normal. I think that just sitting and then I also had, um, I experienced a lot of postpartum depression. Um, my kid was born prematurely. Um, and there was just a lot of guilt that, you know, with a lot of parents, a lot of moms, um, whether you think that it, it's happening or not, there's just so much guilt associated with having like a premature baby. There's something you always question, like, was there something that I could have done yeah, differently? Yeah. Um, could I have cared for myself a little bit better? Um, so there, that, that weighed pretty heavily on me. And I think that that caused uh, a lot of overeating. And uh, I started doing a lot of yoga. I started like lifting weights. Um, I'd gone down, you know, I, you know, brought my weight down. Um, I was competing, you know, I was doing a lot of, uh, I was pole dancing for a while. I was competing in that. Um, I was doing like bodybuilding competitions, which was fun. Like it was, it was a blast. Um, <clears throat> and then I got attacked and I just, all of a sudden, like being in a, you know, especially in a, like a pole studio, it's dark, there's music, there's people just coming up behind you because the guy attacked me from behind. Wait, it was, it was just outside your neighborhood. It yeah, wasn't it was, in the studio. No, like, it was outside okay. my neighborhood. But being in like a place yes. where I in can't dark. really, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. and you know, I can't really hear that well. And then all of a sudden somebody's just behind you, you cornered, um, yeah. was terrifying. Like it was, and I know, you know, again, they're, they're tiny women, but it was just mm -hmm. like, just having that presence. It was just like a situation I just didn't want to be in anymore. Um, and then right after I got attacked, I found out my mom had terminal cancer. And uh, my mom is just a big support. Like my mom, I talk about her all the time. Like she is just an, she was an incredible human being. She, she really was like, I was so lucky to have her like as my mother. Um, she had me very young. Um, so it was really cool that she remembered what it was like to be my age. So it was always like really easy to talk to her. I could go to her about anything. There was nothing that like I had to hide from her. I never had to sneak out. You know, it was just she understood where I was coming from and she trusted me enough to let me, you know, to know that if I was ever in a situation that I would know what to do or that I would call her if I didn't know what to do. Um, so she was just a huge support. Um, and then when I found out she had cancer um, and, you know, she she tried to you know protect us from it by saying it wasn't as bad as it was. And when I drove down to Arizona to what take care- What kind of cancer, care, I'm sorry. It was breast cancer. Uh, but by the time that uh, they had found it, she had already had several like golf ball and baseball sized tumors on her liver, tumors on her lungs. Like it was it was everywhere except for her heart and brain, like everywhere. Um, what was the, what did she just get like, did she just get an exam and they said, oh, hey, you have this or something just didn't feel right with her? Or? She was really sick. Okay. Um, I remember she was telling me she thought she had the flu 
And you're like um, tough old school, like oh, I'm fine. Yeah, like, my mom, like, and I, you know, I come from, a, um, you know, I come from a military family. My dad was, you know, in the Navy and and in the Army. Um, so it's a very, we come from a very, you know, line of take an Advil and then see how you feel. Yeah, change Walk your socks, yeah, rub yeah. some dirt in it, yeah, like yeah. you know, ibuprofen. That, yeah. that was that was the, the cocktail of choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember being like so sick, and my dad would be like. I'd be like, can I just stay home? Like, I just feel like I need sleep. And my dad would be like, why don't you take this? <laughs> and let me know how you feel in an hour. I'm like, I have to leave for school in 30 minutes. Um, You'll kick in. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. But yeah, so that's, you know, that's the family that I come from. You know, we're just, you know, we never, and I, I ever since that, I, you know, I, I took a little bit more responsibility with my health and I will go see a doctor if I need to. But she was very, and my mom took care of other people before they, she took care of herself. Um, so she was a little sick. Uh, her stomach hurt really badly. Um, she kind of felt like she had the flu. Um, but it was like two or three weeks later, she was still feeling bad. And I told her, I was like, you gotta go. Like, you gotta go get the checked out. And she was like, well, I'm gonna see how, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna see how I feel. Um, and if I feel bad, and in the middle of the shift, she calls me and she was like, I'm leaving now. I'm going to the emergency room right now. And I was like, what's going on? And she was like, I don't, she's like, I have an incredible pain in my abdomen. And she's just like, it won't subside. It's not going away. Like, it's just like, she's like, I feel like I'm going to cry. And my mom, my mom is the toughest broad you will have ever met. Like this, she's like Paul, like I, when I talk about her, uh, it's like talking about Paul Bunyan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, She's just like a folklore legend, my mom. Um, but uh, so it was just like when it was like, I knew that if it was bad. Um, so my sister took her to the hospital that oddly my sister was born in, which was crazy. But um, they gave her an MRI. And I remember talking to my mom and I had her on speakerphone and she was talking to my daughter. And my mom goes, am I on speakerphone? And I said, yes. And she was like, please take me off speakerphone right now. There's something I got to talk to you about. And she was like, so she's like, you know, we're waiting on confirmation, but she was like, you know, she's like, I'm sure you know already what you what it is. And I was like, you know, cancer runs in my family. Cancer has killed everyone who has cancer, except for me so far, has died from cancer. Um, but so, we'll you know. We'll get to that in a second too, right? Huh? We got it all in there. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> well, it's a wild ride, so buckle up, I got choked up, up for a second. Like, oh, yeah. um, but so, you know, she, you know, it, we were waiting on confirmation, uh, but she was like, you know, they, they do think that it's cancer. And um, it was not even a question. I just, you know, I was like, I have to go. Like, I, I, I have to go to you. Um, there's, you know, there's just no way. And my mom, um, she had lived in Arizona for a while and we'd only seen, like, she was there for my, you know, my child's birth and she was there. I went to go see her right, like, closely after I got attacked. Um, so, you know, sometime had, we talked every day, but, you know, there was some distance between the two of us, like, physically. Um, but it was just like, I have to, like, I have to go. Like, I can't, I, I got, I, I have to go. Like, I got to take care of my mom. Like, I have to go. Um, fortunately, I have a really flexible job. They let me work from home. They let me, you know, I, I'm able to do, you know, what I need to do. So I was able to work from Arizona. But um, we're in I, Arizona. Uh, Maricopa. Okay. So, you know, pretty close to Phoenix, which Phoenix, is where yeah. I fought. So it was really cool to, like, have that full circle and to be, you know, I hadn't been back to Arizona since since my mother's passing. Wow. So for me, like it, like that victory was such a powerful victory for That's me. Like I, yeah. I cried. My teammate that went with me was crying. Like we were both crying. Like it was, you know, it was, it's funny because like there's a video of me getting my hand raised and then putting the belt on me, and you just see like my chest cave in from like just relief. Yeah. But it was like for me that was a huge victory because like, you know, we talk about 
you know, and I don't know what anyone's, you know, spiritual beliefs are. And I, you know, I waver back and forth on, you know, what, what the afterlife is or what that, but like without a shadow of a doubt, like there is nothing inside of me that you, you cannot convince me otherwise. But my mom was in that room. Like my mom was there. Like I felt her in my heart. Um, so like, that was just a like really powerful win for me. I see the uh, goosebumps. The, yeah, the goosebumps on you. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's it, she. She was she was there, um, but yeah. So you know, and they found out. You know, I, we got confirmation. She you know was going to all these other places. You know, she wanted a second opinions, which you know I'm proud of her for doing. Um, but when I was on my way to Arizona, I ended up running out of gas outside of like West Texas. And I don't know if you've ever been like driven through Texas, but like it takes two days. <laughs> yeah. There's a part of Texas where there is just nothing. No and country then, like, for old men. Type yeah. Shit. <laughs> and then there's like, you'll see like gas stations within like, I want to say 90 to 120 miles from each other, but they have not there. You could tell that they were built in the forties and yeah. nothing has changed about them. Like they are, it is hills have eyes, like terrifying. So I'm asking, yeah, yeah, go to that house. So <laughs> creepy. But um, I remember calling her, um, and you know, I had been texting because you know she didn't want she didn't want to talk because I was driving. So you know, it was like when I stopped, I would text her. Mm -hmm. But over like the course of when I was driving down there, she had um, developed pneumonia, and the pneumonia had caused like one of her lungs to you know. She says partially collapsed, and she said, "I kind of have pneumonia." And I was like, "Mom, what does that mean?" <laughs> but uh, I heard her voice, and like when I heard her speak, when I, you know, when I called her, when I ran out of gas, when I heard her speak, like I knew there was like there was no question. I was like, "I'm coming back," and without a mom, like I know that you know she's just not going to be there anymore. Um, so like I had like emotionally prepared myself like for that, and you can never like truly prepare. Yeah. But like, I was just, you know, I knew that I was there, like originally in my head, my game plan was to help her, you know, and, you know, see if I can get her back to health. But once I heard her voice, like I knew my job, what you know, had changed from like, you know, getting her back to health and, you know, um, doing stuff like that to like, I was helping her transition from, you know, from the physical to someplace else. Um, was she in hospice or anything like that, or no, did it just happened? It, it happened. It was. It was quick. How long after this conversation you had with where you heard her voice did it happen? Two, two weeks. Yeah, it was. It was quick. Um, wow. It was right after New Year's. I remember um, I was sitting on the couch with her on New Year's. Um, both. It's. It was funny because she loves loves Christmas. Love. It's her favorite holiday ever. Loves Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas song? I what well, Mariah Carey. I love Mariah Carey. Yeah. I do love me and Mariah Carey. But also, um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I love that song too, but it does make me cry. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I love that song. But she um, she loved Christmas, and I'm a big fan of New Year's. Like, for me, and I'm sure that you can tell by my personality, I am a sucker for new beginnings. And just, like, every, like when things start fresh, there's so much hope. My favorite day of the week is Monday. Um, there's just, when you, like, there's so much hope at, at beginnings. And um, You live life like... A great Gatsby party. That's how kind I like, of, yeah. like it's the Roaring Twenties, yeah. where you're like it's it's a new week, it's a new party, yeah. it's a, to be to recreate yourself. Yeah, and I have this like, I guess this like childlike enthusiasm for you know, and that's how I just I approach everything. Mm -hmm. Like it, I'm just so excited. But I remember sitting on the couch with her, and she had brought up something, and it was like a weird. How she brought it up was just very strange. 
um, she was asking about like one of my friends and I was, I'm still friends with, um, I'm still friends with her, but she brought up one of my friends that I was, you know, that I got really close to in high school and she was like, Oh, how's she doing? Like, how's this or how's that? And she's like asking questions, but it was framed in a way that, you know, she, I could tell she thought like she had no concept of time anymore. And I was like, Oh no. You started, yeah. Oh no. Something's happening. And, um, she was like, can you help me go take a bath? And cause she could like, she her health had declined in that week from like Christmas to Thanksgiving. Her health had just declined so much, and I was just like, "Oh Lord!" And um, so I helped her like into the tub. I helped you know help dry her off. And um, the next day, we you know we took her to the hospital, and she was just she was hallucinating. Um, yeah, she she didn't know like when I walked in, um, she didn't know who I was. And it's like I you know I I dye my hair naturally you know I dye my hair black um, naturally. It's like a strawberry blonde. Um, so she, when I walked into her hospital room, um, after I got done working, I, you know, I brought Rowan, who is my daughter, by the way, I don't want to just throw out names. People mm -hmm. be like, who are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> We're just connecting stuff. Yeah. So I, I went into her hot, she didn't like, she was like, who, you know, she didn't recognize like who I was. And I was, you know, I, you know, I let her know. And, um, she thought that there was like chickens running around and she was like, why is a man wearing tutus? I guess she had seen like people like yeah. a man wearing a tutu and I was just like what it like what's happening and I knew like I I, I knew um so you know my my mom is a, a survivor as well right you know but like as soon as I've found out that the news in my head I gave that death sentence yeah you know you know and so that borrow time feeling like yeah hey, we yeah. when I, it you know, you know the end, yeah. But, yeah. but they caught it early enough. Uh, she ended up having to have a uh, a a double mastectomy. Oh wow! Yeah, but they caught it early. You know, and, and she's been in remission. I think eight years now. Dang. Um, yeah, but you know, us as kids, as children, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely one of those things where you get that news, and and I I completely resonate and understand like. I almost feel, or I felt guilty, you know, because I, I I gave that death sentence. My mom's yeah. gonna die, you know, because it's it's you know that's 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 what cancer is, you know, yeah. You know? And and it's it's not just you know a illness, you know, but it also for the family, the the environment, it can become a mindset, right? Of course, for yeah. sure. So, so it's 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 a cancerous mindset. Of course, absolutely. For me. Like there was, there was always that possibility, like in the back of my head where I was like, oh, you know, what if, what if, um, but my mom, she's, and she's, a, she's a smaller lady. She's like five, you know, she was five, like five, 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 six. She says five, seven, but she definitely How tall is your dad? My dad is six foot six, almost six foot seven. See, when I heard this and then you're like, yeah, your mom's like Paul Bunny. I was like, oh, okay. That's where the height comes from. My dad's just babe, babe, the big blue ox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um. For me, it was just, I knew who she was and I knew her own strength. So I was just like, she's just going to do her thing. Um, she's going, she's going to get through this. Um, so it was the opposite. So when she, when I knew that, when I had that, like that solidified, mm -hmm. like, I, I know she's, she's, I know this is not going to end the way that I, you know, mm -hmm. I'm hoping it to. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was, that was, that was a very different story. And that, that scared me. It, it's crazy too because with stuff like that like we're like sean just said in regards to like it's a, a cancerous mindset um 
and I'm not bringing up like my dad's situation, like because every you know I'm not no way shape or form comparing anything, but um, I was very vocal on one of the episodes, and as well as social media, my, my father had a heart attack. You know, he survived everything like that. But the first thing that happens is. Did you think of like, oh my God, I could have been nicer? Or do you start thinking? Like for me, I had like regret. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like, shit, why did I say that to him? Why did I, why did I, why was I mean to him? Oh, I know, I know what he meant. Why am I getting mad at my dad? You yeah. know what I mean? Or like that. Did you have that with, with your mom once you found out? It's like, oh, absolutely. You know how you had the postpartum stress? Like, oh, yeah. can I have taken my, care of myself better? Yeah. And then it becomes like, now, could I have been a better daughter? Can yeah. I have done, does that hit you? Of course. Um, and just, you know, again, we talk about, you know, my, just my enthusiasm and my like mm -hmm. zest for life. Like I, I tend to pack my days like, yeah. you know, to the gills. So I remember she would, she would text me or she would message me and she'd be like, Hey, you know, and I yeah. hate talking on the phone. Like for me talking on the phone, like I have to sit there and it's just like, I yeah. could text you and do other things at the same time. Yeah. But she, you know, she was very, she wants to hear your voice. And there are things that just don't translate well over text. Um, so she'd be like, you know, call me, call me, call me, call me. And I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Um, a lot of it too is at the time I was in school for engineering. So I was always studying. I was always mm -hmm. doing this or I was always doing that. Um, so for me, like I had that, like, that was like my biggest point of guilt was like, I should have called her more often. Like I should have answered, like she was begging to communicate with me. And I just like, I was too busy doing other things. And I still think about like, that is like a big source. And I think that like, there was a while where I was, you know, I went back to school, um, after I lost her and I tried to, you know, to redo it again. But I think that there was, especially with math and I, I love math, I'm good at math. Um, but there was a huge block because like emotionally I was not right because I was like, you know, I, I would replay that. Like while I was like working on problems, I would, you know, I'd be like, oh, I have to call my mom. And it was just like, it's too late. Yeah. Like you're like the, the damage, like what what's done is done. And it's crazy because you said, because before your your mother's passing you you lived like that anyway like live in the moment moment tomorrow's yeah. never promise that must have hit you then like tomorrow isn't promised and yeah. now all these how long did it affect you after in regards to that thought process of like oh shit i i should have called her i should have taken that text like i should have um to some degree it's it's always it's always mm -hmm. it's there it's always yeah. going to be there um i think that pretty recently um, I think when I went through my bout with cancer, um, that's when I, I got a little bit more gentle on myself, but so it's always there. I, I, and I don't want to interrupt, but how did that even come up? Like, like the, your round with, with cancer. So your mom dies. Yeah. And then what happens to you? So, it, and it's, it's really kind of, um, serendipitous. Like it, when I tell the story, like when I, when I tell this, this whole situation, um, it's so funny because, you know, it, these are these happy accidents, but like, sometimes I really feel like there's, there's, you know, like there is something like protecting me or there's something like looking out for me. Um, and I don't know like what I believe in, in terms of like, you know, anything like that, but I do know like, I, yeah, I feel protected. So I had, and it just looked like a little skin tag, but it was like right behind my ear. Um, yeah. And it, there was no color to it. So melanoma is typically like, and I'm sure, you, you know, if you see pictures of melanoma, it looks like a, like a, like a big, you know, dark, real dark mole where it like, it's a skin splotch and it grows across. It's like a blob. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uneven. Um, but like mine, it just, honestly, it just looked like a little skin tag. And I started, I started training. I started, you know, training a lot and I wanted to start taking jujitsu. Um, when I started taking jujitsu, there's just the chokes, it would rub up against it and it was just annoying. Like it would bleed and it was just annoying. 
Um, so I remember being at work um, and I'm like, you know, in the break room and I'm like heating up my food and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get this taken care of. Like I'm going to get like a wart remover or like, you mm -hmm. know, skin tag remover, just one of those things and just, you know, nip it, just nip it. And I look up, you know, I put the stuff in my cart and I, you know, almost hit, you know, purchase now, the purchase now option. And I look up and I see, you know, free cancer screening, uh, like skin checks. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. Like just, you know, cause I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what, you know, I don't know anything from anything. Um, you know, so I was like, I'm just going to go get it looked at just in case, you know, best case scenario, it's nothing I can, you know, proceed as normal worst case scenario. Like, you know, we'll get it taken care of. Um, and I get 10 minutes away from my desk. This is awesome. Love this. So I schedule it and I go in and she's like, oh, you know, it doesn't. She's like, it's fine. It's just, you know, she's like, it's not a skin tag, but we don't think it's anything you know, got to worry about. But she was like, go get it biopsied. Um, so I ended up going to get, get it biopsied. And I remember um, I was actually interviewing for another job that day. I'd taken that day off. I was interview interviewing for another job that day. And as I'm getting dressed, I get a call from my dermatologist. And he was like, and he's like the nicest guy, you know, if you. If, if anyone needs a dermatologist, definitely go see Dr. Michael D. Scannon. Great dude. Awesome. Um, so I get a call from him and uh, he says, hey, you know, I just want to let you know we have the results back. And I was like, all right. And he just gets really quiet. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, no. And he's, he's on the phone. Office. Like, we're on the phone. But, like, yeah. I can feel, like, I can feel it. And, that um, coldness came yeah. over you, like you're about to fight, like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, I can, you know, he starts talking again, and his voice breaks, like, a little bit. And I was just like, oh, he does not want to give, you know, because I'm, and I'm young, too, like, yeah. you know, um, most how, of. How old were you? Uh, at the time, I was 32, I think. First of all, yeah, how old are you? Because when I when you told me your age, I, I because you're so, no, we've spoke about, we can talk about anything, right? You asked her how much she weighed. <laughs> how dare you? Okay, <laughs> fuck you. So, but. When you told me your age, because you're so full of life, it's like, I was like, how old are you? You were, th you're what now? I'm 34 now. 34. I was like, I thought you were like 27. No. Nope. So this is like fairly recent. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Like all this trick. Exactly. Everything. Wow. Yeah. Everything. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Like it just, it was so funny because like everything kind of just gets. the 30s, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It just all kind of got dumped on me. And um you lost your mom. You have a child, and now you you fight. You're 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 in your your groove. You're gonna you're gonna yeah, apply we for getting, a new job. You're gonna go for an interview, and then boom, this fucking hits you. Well, yeah, we were actually like getting ready. I was gearing up to actually fight then too. So like, Jeez. I was doing good. Like I was on my stride. You know, I had you yeah. know gotten over. You're not gotten over, but you know, I really moved past like being attacked. And kind of you know the effects of that because it you know initially and like, the attack jeez I'm the, I, couldn't, I'm the, <laughs> I couldn't do jujitsu at first because of like because of the attack because it was scary. Hey, we're gonna we'll just want a ten percent each of us the twenty percent are like we're gonna pitch this to Netflix and make your <laughs> life into a, a, a sitcom of some sort not sitcom but you know I mean it could be a, a sitcom. <laughs> And it's funny though because like, you know the Chandra experience. Yeah, you mentioned like you know me like my my social media presence and yeah. how like you know I you know I I, gen I tend to like approach everything with humor. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because people will comment on that all the time. They're like you you know you just you you you, you just make me laugh. And I'm like I'm doing this for me. Like I'm keeping yeah. myself entertained. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. it's great that y'all are here and I love that y'all yeah. are here. But this is I'm just keeping myself entertained. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, the crack in his voice. He told you. Yeah, he told, there we are. We're on, we're in the same car now. So he told me, and I remember that was kind of like I had been 
feel like I had taken everything with stride, but that kind of broke me. Yeah. And I remember oh. I spent the, the entire day crying. I still went to the interview and it's so funny because like I'd spent all day crying. So my eyes were swollen. They were red. I'm sure they were like, this girl is like, what this girl she's is going through it. Yeah. Or, you know, you tell them? she's high as like, shit. Hey, I, wanna, hey, I want <laughs> no. this job. Like it sounds, yeah. it sounds like, hey, <laughs> but, I'm gonna, but, but I just found out. <laughs> I just may or may not have a long-term <laughs> employee, but <laughs> who knows? Well, because we'll pay a player sympathy card, right? Yeah. Here. How Draw was um, short term disability? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how it was like how how it was also approached me? Um, he was like, it's aggressive. So going into that's it, how your mother's was too, yeah, right? And that's why I was just like, and that's that because I was like, this is just history repeating itself. Mm -hmm. And again, no one in my in my family that has had cancer has survived cancer. <laughs> so I was like, well, this is. You know, I had thought when I got attacked, I thought I was going to die that day, like because you know I couldn't get out, I couldn't, um, I couldn't remember how to get out of uh, chokehold. My, like I said, my dad's, in, you know, my dad's a former, you know, he's a former serviceman, so he would, you know, come up behind us. He, you know, he really wanted to prepare. He's seen, he'd seen some terrible stuff, so he, you know, kind of wanted to prepare prepare us for how bad the world could get. So you know, and it, you know, he'd play around, but he would put us in like chokeholds and be like, all right, get out. Or, you know, we'd, we'd have a pool and he'd be like, go tread water for like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. like, Is it SEALs training? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. And people wonder why I'm so athletic. Because yeah. I, you know, <laughs> got that in initially, like when I was a kid. Um, was your dad SF or? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, Special so, forces. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he, he had prepared us Security for. Security forces? <laughs> <laughs> Special forces. I know. Yeah. So he had prepared <laughs> us, you know, for certain things like, and, you know, especially, you know, being, being a woman, he was just like, we got to, you know get out like figure out how but i could not like you're so scared when it happens that yeah. you cannot access like that part of your brain you're just wow. like i don't know what to do i'm gonna try to read and i remember trying to like <laughs> and i'm laughing about this. this is horrible but i remember like there was a part of my brain that was like when it was happening i was like maybe i can reason with this fella <laughs> excuse me and then i couldn't like i couldn't because he was like on my windpipe so like he couldn't i couldn't did you have like speak i couldn't scream out nothing. of habit did you tap <laughs> like <laughs> hey. and i when when i was attacked like i was completely untrained like oh, i had yeah. not i'm like did you fake it like okay i'm out ah. <laughs> Just, what was his goal was it was it to rape was it, mm -hmm. it yeah wow. um so he attacked me it was right across the street from like a softball like dugout and he was trying to when he originally attacked me and again, I'm six one and he was maybe like five eight, so he was, you know, shorter than me. So he couldn't get the leverage to drag me across the street to the um to the softball field. So he like pushed down on me, like threw me against the, you know, against the ground. So he was and he was like choking me out like that. Um and I remember like my eyes were going black and I was like, How can I, you know, what do I do? So at that point, like I had I had accepted, I was like, All right, I'm dying. Like, I'm not this is the situation where I'm finally not getting out of like, we're, we're done here. Like, you know, lights out, you know, we're closing, the curtains are being closed. Like lights are gone. So I had prepared, you know, I had accepted I'm dying. Um, and when that happened, I had like imagined every, every person I loved, like I, you know, I, I wanted just in case I could take any of that with me. Like I, you know, I, you know, I, I thought about my mom. I thought about like the people, you know, that, that, I surrounded myself with, and then I get to my daughter, and um, my da I post pictures of my daughter all the time. Mm -hmm. She is this like adorable, hilarious, like little eight year old girl, and at the time she was like three, beautiful, like really blonde hair, just a you know great laugh, big blue eyes, 
And I'm like, I look down at my hands and I'm like, there is no, like, no defensive wounds. Um, I have a degree in anthropology. I studied, you know, a little bit of forensic mm-hmm. anthropology. So I was like, defensive wounds. Um, I, I watched Dexter. <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> we're we good. Go. Um, so I remember, like, I see that and I was just like, look, you know, if there is ever a situation where she finds out that I did not have defensive wounds on my hands, like, I want her to know that, like, that I fought for her. Like, I'm, I I am here because of her. Um, so I remember, and I was just like, all right, I can't get out of this. I can't scream, can't do anything like that. So I just start hitting him, like, as hard. Like, so he has you in the choke or are you just, like, hitting him? Yeah, I'm like, like, you know, I'm yeah. trying to get as much leverage as I can, and I hear a pop, and I hear him wince. And I was like, all right, we're doing something what here. What was it? Did you... I think it was his eye. Oh, nice. geez. That... Yeah. Oh. So I was like, all right, I was like, all I Wait, have to do. Orbital bone was that, yeah. what, was that called yeah. i was like all i have to do is hit that exact same spot one more time harder mm. and i did like i and i i got it he got up left he, he got up he, he he got away he was wearing a hat and i see the hat on the ground and i see him like run away and i was like i'm rolling over onto that hat just in case like this is evidence like <laughs> <laughs> thanks daddy taught me well <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm like jack newson in anger management like this yes <laughs> Go and tell more, tell i was more. like i was like you know like this is evidence I'm not letting him get away with this because mm-hmm. like, you know, this yeah. is, this is this, his DNA is all over this. So I'm like, this is my hat now. So like, I was like, if any, he's gotcha going to have, yeah, he's <laughs> going to have. <laughs> oh, <my bad. laughs> you were Jake Paul before Jake Paul. You're not getting this hat back. Gotcha like, hat. Try it again. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh. and you know, he's in jail. He caught him. He's in jail for a very long time. How you had that happen? You get, you, you had the hat. You, you went to the priest like the same day or was it like a little no, bit after? No, I called the cops right there and um, it was actually like- You probably had his DNA on your hand too from hitting yeah. him and stuff like- So, and I don't know like what part of the story is worse. Like, you know, what I went through, the fact that he went, when this happened, he was 17 years old. <sighs> yeah, it was just like a rough situation. And then- It was a piece of shit. Or, yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean- Age is just a number. In this yeah. situation, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. What was his, his uh, defense? He, he honestly, he, like, he went through the, so the first trial, um, and I, you know, I, I know certain details about, because I was not the first one. Um, and the the first girl he attacked. It seemed like pre- like predatory behavior. And yeah. So like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He was going to drag you. He was probably yeah. scoping out. Especially it was a pole dancing place, right? That it was near the area. No, no, no it was my near my oh, house. Oh, near your house. Okay, yeah. yeah so, but he so, had the whole area a little. But yeah, so he out. knew the he knew the area. He lived in the area, um, and I'm sure he had seen me walking before. But the first girl he attacked, um, I and I I don't want you know, right? Yeah. I but it was bad, um, and she was a minor, and that's why like I can't really like give a whole lot, you know, because it was just a shitty. Yeah, yeah. You know there's there's no way to go around it. There's no way that you know by saying what I know, it's not going to make the situation feel like any better. Like it's just going to, you know, just, we don't need to talk a about pe- that a piece of shit is behind bars. Exactly. That's all that matters. Exactly. Um, and then like, I remember, um, getting up, I had his hat in my hand and I ran to like the first house. I'm knocking on the door and it's this, you know, little old lady. And she was like, go next door, you know, because it was she's she, a little yeah, old lady. Yeah. like, you know, why you know she's a little old lady i don't know if she's alone or not so i was like all right cool and i she hear probably scared too like yeah. you're frantic and you know yeah you're like, i got attacked she's like i'm not open my door like yeah. why would i do that <laughs> so i i hear a car and i like run towards that car and um he's he'd been like parked in front of you know in between two houses and i was like hey man um i just got attacked um 
I like, can you just like stay with me? It was here in Tampa or yeah, here in Tampa. In Tampa. So he goes, yeah, I heard you scream and I saw it. You should probably call the cops. What? Wait. And I was like, wait, wait he, he saw the whole thing. Yeah. Well, let me, let me get to that because there's, there's a realization that I had pretty recently. So, you know, and I remember feeling like incredible, like that was the most alone I'd ever felt like, you know, Xena is now, you know, just a tiny miniature human being now. Like the world is so big, the world is huge and there's nobody out here for me. Like I'm on, I'm out here alone and I'm, you know, handling this alone. And so like when I discuss this story, like I don't know which part is worse. Like what happened to me, you know, and yeah, we, you know, we talk about, you know, his, you, this person, you know, is, is, is a piece of garbage. He, he truly is. But like, it's rare that somebody is just that way. Like something made him that way. And, you know, I, I hold compassion for that. Like I can, I can still be like, okay, this person did something terrible. He was a me. child at one point. Yeah. He was a, uh, he played with toys, played yeah. with Legos. He had love in his heart, but somewhere along the yeah. line. Something or, happened. Yeah. Killed cats. I mean, I, who knows? But like, true for me, I watched Dexter. I know. <laughs> It, for me, it's easier to kind of look at things with compassion. Like for me, being angry at him is not like he's in jail. It's not going to help. Um, so being angry is just not, yeah. not, it's not one, it's not on my nature and two, like, it's just not, not helpful for the situation. So, um, and I, you know, I remember I spent years that, you know, this happened, I think four years ago now. So I spent years, you know, upset that this person could have done anything, even the smallest thing. Like it takes so little for somebody to intervene, like, and it doesn't take like this grand gesture of, hey, what are you doing? He could have turned his lights on. He could have opened his car door. Anything to let him know Someone's that watching. somebody's watching yeah. and, you know, to stop doing that. And he didn't do that. But the more I thought about it and, you know, there was a there was an epiphany that I hit pretty recently. Had that have happened and he ran away, I would, you know, I, I don't know this. he would he would be in jail. Caught, yeah. So he got caught. So that, you know, and I'll, I'll take this on the chin. Like I can handle it. I'm good. You know, will I, it's something that I'm dealing with that I, you know, that I will have to deal with every, I think about it every day, but I'd rather it happen to me and I can take it on the chin and I can move forward and I can, you know, it, it created this beautiful, beautiful martial arts career. And I'm so incredibly happy. Um, and, and I don't want to romanticize any sort of trauma or anything like that. Because the work that I did is 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 me. Like that's not. I'm not. You know. You I'm wouldn't not thankful. be you if this. And yeah. I hate saying that. Like oh, you know, like shoulda, coulda, woulda. But these trials and tribulations that have been bestowed upon you is made you who you are. This happy go lucky. Because you've seen the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You know what I mean. You've seen. I looked the devil in the yeah. face. Yes. You don't have to. It's not like oh, ha glass half. No. That bitch was empty. Yeah. There was there was no juice in that glass. There was nothing <laughs> Not in there. Not even a drop. You know, not a drop. And you made you know lemons into lemonade. You did what you had to do. And and I like I'm looking at my clock and everything like that. But I'm just like I want to continue with this and everything. But I want to like get to the where it's like you where you decide. You know what? I'm taking all this and I'm putting it into martial arts. Like what made you decide to sign up? So before we do that, I because. I, I want to. I really want to bring clarity. So the attack happened first. Yeah, right? the attack happened first, and then that whole entire 
Oh, yeah, we went back. Shit. The yeah. trial and, and yeah. You know, so and, and then, then I start taking martial arts. And mm-hmm. started taking martial arts. And then as when I in the beginning of my martial arts career or career, my experience with martial arts, um, I found out my mom was dying and I had to go right. with her. So mm-hmm. I took some right. time off. I came back and then I found out I had cancer. I got through that and now I'm fighting. <laughs> awesome. Resume. Yeah. There we go. Here we are. Um I know there there were there were varying degrees of like when I was just going to throw it all, I think when I started, um, and it was really funny because like Vince, Vince how'd you find Kaiser? Yeah. How'd you, Um, how'd you find my friend trained under him and she was just like, he's great. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's funny. It's like, I've trained, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've cross trained at like a couple other places and I, you know, I love cross training, but like that is my coach. Like Vince has such like a, a big, like he's, he's a huge reason of like, of who I am today. Like this man, um, him and uh, Brandon Waters, right? Uh, Brandon came in later, but Brandon's mm. also a huge part of my life as well. Mm. Um, but I remember sitting at my first day, and I was so bad. I didn't have a must like he he'll he'll talk. He's like, I you know wish you would have. There are some days I wish you would have forgotten the the address. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I was really honest with like where I was because he was just like, you know, you did good. You know, you know what brought you here? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, look, I am not doing good right now. <laughs> and he was just like. All right, cool. And the way, um, and I think that just like when you show people that slice of vulnerability, like when you're like, this is this is who I am, like this is my soul right now, and it's not pretty, but like we can go from here. But it's honest, and I feel like that was really kind of like what started. What you know, we could bond over that. It was just like, all right, you know. And he like he really him and the you know the, there are a few guys that you know martial arts can be kind of like a revolving door. Like people get really involved and they go away. Um, there are like a few people that, you know, have really stuck around, you know, for my entire journey. And, you know, I credit who I am 100%. You know, it was my hard work too, but like, you know, just being in that room. I love that. Taking that ownership within yeah yourself. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, like people helped me along the way, but like, yeah, I did this work. And I think that, I mean, it was when I started, like I was one of the few women in my gym, like one of the very few women. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm also like, it's hard for me to pair with women because like, I, you know, <laughs> I, I weigh like 170 pounds right now and I'm, you know, six, you know, I'm six one. So it was like, say one more time for, you know, <laughs> six the one, times you, said. <laughs> you know, very big, Let these bitches know that hey. I, I'm the boss in charge, but, um, you know, so it has the weather up there. <laughs> great crisp. So it, your eyes? What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't um it it's not helpful for me to like pair with somebody who's like five four, five five, hundred and fifty pounds, hundred and thirty pounds or whatever. This is I'm never gonna fight a girl like that. Like my I will never be hundred like it's just it's just never gonna happen. I'm, I mean I remember Mona my, my wife was was uh sparring you once. I'm like, how was it? She's like, man. Chandra kicked me so hard that she she just and her words I quote that bitch's leg wrapped around me twice and I couldn't walk right after that she said I was trying so hard because like I you know we got like paired together and I was just like oh no like my wife's five two yeah, <laughs> yeah. but to Mona's credit she is five feet two inches of just pure moxie oh, like yeah. that intensity she, yeah she's she brings it and she she gave me some she gave me some trouble too like it wasn't you know or the way she described that i was dying like, like i went to her, like you too huh <laughs> we're about to make a hashtag me too movement like have you got kicked by chandra yet like, so, me too <laughs> and it's like you know there's there's i try to like you know when i spar with people i try to yeah. you know 
And if it was hard if at I the know, gym, yeah, yeah. If I know you're a fighter, like I'm gonna, you know, I'm we're gonna go hard to the body, but you know, soft to the head. But like, you know, for but there's only certain like it's just pure physics. Like I got tree trunks for legs. Yeah. Um, at Kaiser, that's the thing, because I, I saw, like, I remember when, when Vince first started, I would see the video of you constantly and, like, seeing your development. Wh how many how many females now train there? Because I've seen that. It's, like, it's a yes. pretty big stable now Yeah, we've got women. we've got probably around 10. Yeah, that's a lot of yeah, fucking sparring partners. Yeah, that's a lot. And I think that um, it's... It I kinda, say it's respectful. Like, it's all shapes and sizes, too, yeah, like, yeah, which is it's, good. Yeah, it's a very... It's, we, we've got a wide range. Um, and I think that, you know... And it's so funny because people people always ask me they're like oh you know weren't you scared you know don't don't you want to train with you know with more women and i'm like yeah i do but specifically for the love of the sport for me fighting it's just not going to you know i'm just i'm just not like i get my most of my work from you know men that are my size because yeah. like you know women just don't it's very very rare that i you know i find out fighting it's just hard and I think that's the biggest thing too. I feel like, so you're in this this rare stratosphere where a lot of women sometimes, we'll say like say like from the five two to like the five six range, they'll spar with guys and they'll get this confidence like, oh, I did well. But you're not realizing is that they're not going full clip how they would with a guy. No. You're in this, in this, this select group because you are head six trying to take one. my head off bro. Yeah. I don't take that lightly but listen bro. but I'm saying like you are in this six you're in this you're six one you you know you're you're a bigger female where guys when you hit them you hit like a dude and you are sometimes yeah. you're the same size so it's like they'll hit you have that rarity where yeah you can spar full clip with a guy because you can take it and you're dishing it at yeah. the same time yeah I think that that's yeah. like that's a really important thing to note too is like and it's so funny because when when you guys come into the gym like at first you're like oh I gotta spar with a girl and I'm like <laughs> no yeah <laughs> Welcome to hell. Let's go. Yeah, and there's so, those rarities, like you said, like like Hannah from the gym. I got like, you know what I mean, uh, two nights ago, and and uh, and it was just. I, well, she has a fight coming up too. Yeah, so she's in that yeah. mode, right? But, but she's even, hungry. But even still, like, yeah. you get clipped. You know, guy yeah. or girl. Yeah, I've learned not to underestimate any female. Yeah, you know, like and like especially in our community, man. Yeah, you never know. The fuck, yeah. the, you never the, know. The two piece and a soda from Amanda. Come on, bro. Yeah, like, Amanda. Amanda's yeah, a tough exactly, customer. Bro. That girl's got teeps on her. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I went. I went. I, she hates when I tell this story. But please um, tell it then. I love. Yeah. But it's so funny to me. But I remember when I went to. Um, I got like a because I, I have to go back to Moffat every now and then for cancer screenings. Yeah. Um, but I remember I went there and I you know had like a chest X ray, and he was like, um, "Are you having trouble breathing?" And I was like, no. And he was like, any trouble laying down? Like any soreness at all? And I was rib. like, no. He was like, one of your ribs is broken. <laughs> and he was like, how did that happen? And I was like, fighting people <laughs> for funsies. And um, your employee. But yeah, he, uh, she had like teat me at one point and it dropped me for a second. I was like, all right, let's, let's go. Like I'm, I'm back up. Um, and he was just like, I don't know if I have to worry about you the most or the least. <laughs> That's, um, I, I survived cancer. I'm good. Oh, yeah. I just need it's just put some CBD. I'm yeah. gonna be good to go. But it's it's so funny because like, uh, and I keep him updated a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that for him, just because like, it's melanoma can be pretty dangerous, um, and especially like most of his patients are older. Um, I have a friend who's one of his patients as well, and his situation, um, it's it's my like I'm good. You know, I'm in remission and everything like that. But you know, he's he has to fight a little bit more. Um, so I think that. 
when he sees, you know, when he gets updates and when he sees that I'm fighting and I'm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing all this, I think that there's like, a, you know, a big source of pride for him too, because like his job, his, his job's not easy. Like I walk in to Moffitt and I'm the youngest person there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people that are in rough shape. Like yeah. I remember sitting next to a lady and she was just like, she, she was just being very honest. She was speaking her truth, but she was like, I don't want to live anymore. She's like, I'm tired. I'm in pain. And I was just like, and it, it really like it jolts you. It makes you awake. You're just like, all right, like did, I'm here. Did you have to go through treatment? Like like any? I got super super lucky. Yeah. So um, I had it was I had it for like two years, and what it's it was nodular melanoma. Nodular melanoma is typically that's what the scar more. Is or? Yeah, that's that's what that is. But nodular melanoma is typically more aggressive because instead of growing across like normal melanoma, it grows downwards, and it's on my mm. neck. And your neck and head are very vascular regions, so it just there is a direct line to your blood flow. Um, I did have stage three, so it did go into one of my lymph nodes. Wow. Um, and I remember him telling me he was just like, look. You got lucky because he was just like, this is not something he was like, we, we can take care of. He's like, we got it with surgery. He was like, I'd still, he's like, you know, we can put you on immunotherapy if you want. But he was like, you're an athlete. So I don't think that you want that. He was like, I feel it would be, a, you would have a better quality of life if we just monitor you and see if it comes up ever again. He was like, but the, he's like, the chances of it coming up, he was like, I feel like are pretty low. So he was just like, I just kind of, you know, want to monitor you. I don't want to put your body through something that it doesn't need to. When he was like, when you'd be happier, you know, getting teeped in the chest by Amanda Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. And, and, and I guess it all started between 30 and 34 now. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're talking about four years. That's yeah. a lot to unpack. And, and, um, you know, where do you see your growth? Where do you see your mindset? You know, you know, is it, uh, is it, you know, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger? You know, like, like yeah. Um, I essentially, yeah. Um, I know that there are some things and you know, I do not get like, I, I really, I, I don't want any, I don't really want to put like an accurate picture out there. I am, you know, super excited and I do have this zest for life, but like, like anybody, like I'll have days where, you know, I'm just like, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? What does this all mean? So, I mean, like, I definitely don't want to, like, mince words and, you know, be like, I'm this, you know, super positive person all the time because, right. you know, I'm a, I'm a human being too, like, so I'm not. But it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a meditative practice for me. So it's just like, yeah, this is how I feel right now. But it's just like, if you're focusing on something, you know how, you know, what it, you're listening to music or you're doing something like that and you hear a car, sorry, you hear a car pass by, you know, are you going to identify with that car or are you going to just let it pass through? You're just going to let it pass through because you don't want to like lose your train of thought. And that's kind of how I feel about, you know, negative emotions. I feel like they're very useful. Um, they're part of the human experience and they should be acknowledged and they should be honored, but don't live in them. Like, you know, you're not hopelessness. You're not, you know, whatever you're feeling, you're not despair. You're not this, you're not that you're feeling them right now. But, you know, they're going to wash over you. You're going to, nothing lasts forever is essentially, you know, my biggest mindset is like good times, bad times, nothing lasts forever. Nothing is permanent. And I I do want to hit a very important point um, just because I feel like this was, you know, paramount. But I really feel like my biggest, especially like after being assaulted, um, I think that just the healing that I've done is directly related to martial arts, directly. Like, and so I, I definitely want to say that if you're going through anything at all, if there's a part of my story that, you know, that really hits home with you, 
um, especially if it has anything to do with like assault or, you know, sexual assault or anything like that. Um, it is terrifying, but like, I want to suggest that you go to a martial arts gym, like for sure, like 100% because, um, just the way that it, you know, it's designed, like I have to rely on somebody that I'm training with. So, and especially if, you know, if you're, you know, I was scared of men at first, like I, you know, it was, it was scary, but I have to rely on somebody like Gio. I have to rely on whoever I'm training with to take my safety into consideration and to make sure that I'm getting work, but I'm not being hurt. Yeah. And second of all, there is like a massive hormone dump that comes, your adrenaline's going, so you're learning to regulate that. So you're learning to regulate any like sort of, cause you know, I, I do have PTSD, um, but like, I feel like martial arts has directly, like it's, it's a, because I can regulate those emotions and I can regulate those it's hormones yeah. and I can, you know, I can, you know, I, I can say, Hey, you know, this is what's happening with my brain right now. And I can kind of compartmentalize that. Like, this is, this is what's going on. It's not real. So I definitely like, if you're going through anything at all, um, or anything in my story that, you know, kind of hits home with you, I definitely would suggest there are, and there are several really great ones in Tampa, um, hit them up and, you know, and it, 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 it's, it's changed my life for the better and it's made healing so much easier for me because like I said, I have to rely on my partners and most, and all of my partners are men. So, and it creates this bond as well. That's awesome. You know, and, and, and uh, I've got a daughter. I love, I mean, guys, Gio, I've got five kids. Every single one of them is in the gym, mm -hmm. you know, but my daughter is probably the best, you know, um, and I love the fact that here she is, she's nine years old and, you know, God forbid if she came across your situation or, you know, any uh, situation like that, she at least has, yeah. that, you know, mm -hmm. she at least has something in her back pocket, you know, and it's girls like you that, that are just like, you know, you know, listen to, you know, listen to her story. You know, this is real. This is, you know, growing up with, with, for older brothers, you yeah. know, is, 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 is only going to get you so far. Yes. But, but when you're alone in a dark alley or a corner, you know, it's, it's extremely important to, you know, know how to defend and protect yourself. Martial arts, you know, it's, is, is a great way. Um, so thank you so much, Chandra, for joining us and, 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 you know, telling your story. Um, before we close out, uh, I do want to highlight Jeff and Moy. Um, yes, she is hosting Chick, uh, the second annual Chick, Chick Jitsu, Jitsu mm -hmm. tournament this uh, this weekend in Alargo. Uh, my daughter's in it. My sister's in it. Um, you know, and and it's a all female jujitsu tournament. Uh, really looking forward to it. I think they're gonna have some uh, some uh, professionals in there as well. Um, vendors too, mm -hmm. like it's going to be a good time. So I, I've known Jeffa since I was in high school. Oh, that's <laughs> wild. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like I agreed to check it out and, you know, even just supporting women in, in the sport, like yeah. it's a, you know, as you can see on the UFC cards, like it's a very, you know, we're, we're, you guys are growing. Yeah. yeah. We're growing, but yeah. also like, you know, we, we still need your support. So if you can check it out, definitely go check it out. Absolutely. And that's 
you know, I want to say, Sean and I, we want to say thank you for coming on the show. And you are the epitome of like what hard work and dedication. And it doesn't matter for a young woman to hear this, a middle aged, an older woman to hear this. You started this journey in your 30s. Yeah. And look how far you've come. Two yeah. no killing it doing Going the damn thing next month there we and competing yeah. and just your trans your transformation has it's been a beautiful journey i'm excited to see what's there for you Thank in the you. future and i just want to say i'm geo and i'm sean i'm chandra and this is the as you were podcast, podcast.